This is Ron Moss Ministries. Um, I'm try- I've been trying to figure out how to. Uh, oh man, I-, I think that we are in a pivotal time right now, and what I find hard is, I find it hard for people to step up and just do us right. You know, just 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 be above board and and just literally do what's right. And, and so so the question would be, what's right? I think what's right is. Having a good heart. Being decent, being kind, uh, being loving, being concerned um not worrying about what somebody else is going to think or what somebody else is going to say if you're standing on what's right um you know in my business you know i get to hear a lot of conversations um i'm always asked what do i think i'm always asked what would I do? And, and and what I've learned, what what I've tried to learn, and I think a lot of it has to do with how I was raised. You know, I watched my grandmother on Christmas, around Christmas time. Uh, these white folks would bring her uh, a boatload of clothes. And before we knew who they were, we would ask grandma, who are these people? And she would say, these are folk that uh, I kept when their parents worked. Uh, I would be at the house, cleaning the house and keeping the kids. And those kids never forgot her. Uh, and they would think about her and how she would she could benefit from either selling those clothes or whatever she wanted to do. They, they would literally bring almost a truckload of clothes you know, and anything else that they just wanted her to have. And, you know, at first, you know, when I when I saw that, I felt like, you know, I, I, I felt like they were like looking at my grandmother as being this pitiful individual and how uh, doing this would make them feel good. Really didn't have anything to do with her until one day, you know. I kind of bought it up to my grandmother and her response to me was this is their way of showing me that they appreciated what I did for them when I was there for them when their parents couldn't be there because they were working and this is their way that they show me that they love me. You know, Everybody has a different way that they can show love. The question is do they show it? You know uh, I mentioned earlier in a pod I did earlier about some folk that got killed at a at a nightclub. Um, and so, you know, if we really want to get to the core of feelings, see, when you when you deal with emotion and you deal with feelings, it it ha- it really has nothing to do with black or white. It it has everything to do with how you feel. And how you allow that feeling 
to overtake you. I've said this so many times that, you know, I'm one of these soft hearted kind of people. You know, don't take much for me to cry. Don't take much for me to care. You know, it's just who I am. A lot of people that are close to me say I wear my emotions on my sleeves and they're probably probably right. And so even if I've done something wrong and you correct me on it, you know, I become sensitive about it because I feel like I didn't do it intentionally. I won't say anything, you know, because I'll I'll humbly accept correction, you know, but it's just, you know, my the way I do things is the way that I've been. And and I'm almost appreciative of it now as I've gotten older, because I just feel like, you know, uh, this is God's way of molding me and shaping me, because I guess I see so many older people when they get older, they get hateful and they get mean and uh and resentful and and i would see so so many of them even some in my family and i would wonder why they act that way you know because they would have so much to be grateful for you know just to still be here you know and i i made myself a promise that i didn't want to be that type of person you know and and so we've got to do better people you know i can remember a time when it was okay to agree to disagree, but still you were able to shake hands or go out and get a bite. And and even in the midst of all that, you were able to find what I call common ground. You know, there was some common ground that you were able to find. And and that common ground, it mattered. It, it, it really mattered. You know, just the fact that you were able to agree on anything, you know, and, and until we either can change the way we do things or change our behavior or change our emotions or understand that it's really not a left or a right, it, it's, it's, it's righteousness, it's doing what's right. You know, it's not really about love and hate. It's, it's always going to be about love. You know, hate does not apply and, and really, in, when you're trying to, hate does not apply when you're trying to do things right. Because there's no hate in doing right. There can only be love and understanding and respect and kindness. And, and we just don't do that anymore. And, and here he is, right behind us, is a generation like my daughter who's 18 years old and and a niece who's going to the sixth grade and and younger kids who are watching us watching our behavior watching how we react to certain things watching how we respond to certain things and we're not going to be perfect you know i always tell folk i don't ever attempt to be perfect what i do try to do is be consistent i, I try my very best to be consistent in this journey called life because whether I accept it or not, or whether I believe it or not, you know, I too will have a story that people are going to tell. And the question is, do you want them to tell a good story about you or do you want them to tell a bad story about you? And it's all about how you live. Those young people or whoever it was that shot those folk in that club the other night.
That's part of their story now. The two people that were killed and the others who were injured, that's part of their story now. All across this country, your story is going to be told one day. And if I'm you, I want to have a good story. If I'm you, like me, I want to have a positive story. I want to have an uplifting story. I want to have a story where even if I didn't agree with somebody, we still worked it out where we both got to where we need to be. You know, I believe in Romans 8 and 28. All things work together for the good, for them that love God and who are called according to his purpose. So two people can disagree, but it can still work together for our good if the both of us have a love for Christ. Because Christ in his infinite wisdom will figure it out for us to work it out for our good. Isn't that amazing? And, and really what that says to me is that a lot of what we do and a lot of how we act has nothing to do with Christ. Has nothing to do. OK, OK, because some of y'all don't like to talk religion has nothing to do with just being decent and just being good. Now, you tell me, I don't meet a lot of people who are determined day in and day out to just be mean and hateful. I don't run into those kind of folk that that their desire is to be mean and hate. Do I do I meet people that have an agenda and the agenda might be for their light to shine? Of course, I meet those folk every day. Do I meet people that have an agenda that as long as things turn out on their behalf, they could care less about everybody else? Oh, yeah, I meet folk like that every day. But I meet more people who are concerned not just for themselves and not just for their family or their immediate family, that they're also concerned about people or, or I call it their neighbors here and abroad. That literally we should care about each other. And so we got to figure out a way. ASAP on how we can get past all of this nonsense. And, and, and I'm going to tell you what I'm convinced that this is the way we're going to have to do it. You know, there's an old saying, uh, 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 you got to take care of your own backyard before you can take care of somebody else's. Uh, the Williams brothers used to have, they had a gospel song said, you need to sweep around your own front door before you can sweep around mine. And, and so that means that as a community of people, you got to be able to look at your community and realize like a recovering alcoholic, admit that you're an alcoholic, admit that your community has a problem and then make a decision to do something about it and understand there is no uh, there's no end in involved. See, working in community is also like working in life. It ends when you leave the planet. 
There is no retirement plan to community service. There's no retirement plan to being a good neighbor. There's no retirement plan to being decent and honest and looking out for your fellow sister and brother. There's no retirement plan to that. That's just something that you commit to do. And it's a life term event. It's for life. Are we going to have bad people? Yes, we will. They exist. They're not going anywhere. But the good will always outweigh the bad. The good will always outweigh the bad. I'm going to say it one more time. The good will always outweigh the bad. So first, you got to start working in your own community. White, black, red, or brown, I don't care. And once you understand your community, and you understand your community, and you understand your community, now you come and make your your state or your region better. Because now we're all working together for the good. And we do things that are inclusive, that bring all those groups together. I don't care if it's three, four times a year, we need to do something that interacts all races of people and it's designed to keep us close why is it that the only time that we really come together when something tragic happens and you know and I and I'm one of those folk that just believe God allows and he authorizes that's what I believe and so sometimes he's got to allow or tornado or hurricane To shoot through town or shoot through our city or shoot through our state just to give us pause so we can look past race and color and hate and help each other. Is that the way it's got to be? Is that the only way we can come together? Something tragic has to happen? I don't believe that. I really don't. I know a lot of white brothers and sisters that I know personally that I have love for. I have a lot of black brothers and sisters that I know personally that I have a lot of love for. I know Hispanic brothers and sisters. I have Filipino brothers and sisters that I have a lot of love for. But guess what? We don't come together enough. We don't we don't share and talk enough. And that's there's the disconnect. The only way you the only way you can really love somebody, you got to know them and you got to you got to continue to get to know them. And that makes you love and care for them even more. My hope and my prayer is that we can get past all of this hatefulness, get past this left and this right. I wish our politicians would do better. Here they've been blessed. They they they've so they they got so much going on that has nothing to do with being good and decent. They don't understand the blessing that they have to be in the position that they have to literally literally be able to change the world for the better. If they just learn how to come together, if they would just put their egos aside, put aside the fact that they want to line up with the left and line up with the right. And just do what's right, period. You're going to always have people that's going to disagree with you no matter what you do. 
But the, the good news is, is that when you do something that's right, guess who's the first person that feel good about it before anybody else does? You do. My hope and prayer is, is that we will continue to look for love. I think that was a song that said, I'm looking for love in, in all the wrong places. But guess what? God is love. And what the world needs now is love, sweet love. God bless you. May heaven smile upon you. Oh, yeah. Peace.